Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here and welcome aboard. It's another episode of the MBA podcast. Ash, how you doing? Well, I'm doing exceptionally well, James. Thank you for asking. How are you, mate? Oh, pretty good. It's uh, episode 105. We're talking social media marketing. It's late October. We're gearing up to, you know, this is the last quarter of the year. It's an exciting time of the year. And um, what better time, there's always a good time to talk about these things, to talk social media marketing. Uh, It's always and continues to be a pretty hot topic in business and in broking in general. And uh, it's a timely reminder to go back into this world and talk a little bit about the dangers and pitfalls and how to get it right, what to do, what not to do. Uh, Maybe even touch on lead generation and buying leads and working with agencies. A lot of things we can touch on and maybe do a bit of an update because I don't think we've talked about this maybe, Ash, for some time. Yeah, and it's a pretty fast-evolving landscape, social media, far from um, a topic where I would uh, uh, hang my hat on being an expert. But uh, I certainly know a couple of things. It it is front and centre for virtually every business, not just the mortgage industry, but certainly all businesses. But in the mortgage industry, every consumer is on social media. you know, all of your potential networks and partners and contacts, they're all on social media for one reason or another. They're scrolling, they're advertising, they're creating content, they're doing something. So, and you've got your website and you've got all of these things. And then you've got all the moving parts about content and scheduling and third-party support and strategy and paid advertising. I'm trying not to scare people here too much, James. I don't think I'm doing a very good job. I probably am scaring everyone. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is, you know, you don't, learn a new language overnight and you don't develop a comprehensive social media strategy overnight. I think that's probably one of the things that I see overwhelms um, mortgage brokers is this, oh, okay, I want to build an online slash social media ecosystem. How do I do it? And I'm like, well, that's like asking Pavarotti how he sings, right? It's a, it's a it's a pretty big question, right? Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot to it. So this is really where I'm at with this. Is okay. Where am I liking to go with this, even if I'm not sure? And where am I now? And what have I got time to do now? So this is where I think it's really about chunking it down a little bit. To okay, I've got a website and I'm on you know LinkedIn or Instagram or TikTok and. Where can I devote a little bit of energy to start some momentum? That's probably where most people are at rather than getting stuck in a paralysis via analysis about trying to get this massive big ecosystem picture right before you start. Yeah, yeah, and it, it is. It's huge. It's a, it's, it takes a lot of time and know-how. It would, it, it would be and is a full-time job uh, to orchestrate a serious social media marketing campaign. I guess that's why... Ash, it is, it's confusing. It's like opening the bonnet of a car. And if you're not a mechanic like me, you sort of look at the engine and go, oh, okay, I guess that works and does this and that. But 
I don't know the components. I don't know how it works. There's a lot to it. And maybe, mm. and that's why I take my car to the mechanic and I just trust that they fix it. And that's maybe what's going on with a lot of brokers. I know I should be on social media, or at least I think I should. Um, should I be doing content? Should I be running ads? Do I need to be on X and Y and Z social sites? And I think there's a few groups we can probably put our listeners into, Ash. There'd be the don't do anything at all or have a very, very minimal. Maybe they've set up a page or a profile, but basically don't do anything really with social media. There would be the group that dives in a little bit and tries to do some of it themselves. But I'm thinking the majority would be trying to outsource it to another group. So I would say most brokers would fit into two camps, like the uh, dibble dabble, you know, doing it ad hoc themselves. And the, oh, I've just outsourced that because, oh, you know, there's a service that does it or whatever. And they wanted to tick that box. Do you want to talk about maybe the pitfalls of both of those? Because there are some good mm. service providers out there that are doing done for you, done with you, social media. Um, but there yeah. are still some ups and downs of that. And there are also ups and downs with dibble dabbing. Yeah, there sure are. Absolutely. Um, it can be mind-numbingly uh, confusing amongst everything else that, you know, listeners, you're focusing on uh, with moving forward with your business. Um, so for me, I'd almost start with a fundamental question is, you know, what is your strategic intent? What is your intent with social media? And it's sort of, to me, that there's going to be other moving parts, but for to me, it sort of falls into two ca- broad categories. One is I just want people to know about me. Right? It's brand awareness. I don't care if no one rings me. I don't care if I don't get engagement. I don't care if it never generates one extra client. I just need it out there as part of a digital footprint that represents my business effectively to support other things I might be doing. But And maybe I enjoy using you know, Facebook as my personal blog or whatever it happens to be. But there's that intent. It's I just need a presence. It's not about generating opportunities. It's just having content out there so that when people are checking out, you know, ABC mortgages, they see this breadcrumb trail of content and visibility that represents me well, right? There's that intent. That's number one. Then there's the other intent, which is I have an absolute clear intent. I want to generate prospects from this process. That is my intent. Right, so they're two different intents. They do overlap, like creating content and brand awareness overlaps with obviously generating leads. But I think if you're going to make a choice or a decision or take some steps forward as to whether you do it yourself or hire an agency, you need to be clear about what's the outcome you're looking for. Is, is your outcome to generate leads? And if so, how many and why? Or is your outcome purely to have a, a brand, online brand presence, including social media? that you're proud of and that you feel good about and that is going to represent you well to support other things that you're doing. Yeah, I think that's key, isn't it? Like with anything we do, what's the purpose uh, and do you really need to do this? I was just, while you were talking, Ash, I I drew a little diagram on my uh, iPad here and it was sort of chunking social media marketing and just social media into sort of three levels. And I was thinking, well, you can either have a base level and that's just... Well, I think you said a moment ago, that's you exist. Like you have a profile, you have a website, you are alive in the social media world, right? Um, you, you might not be active, but you're, you're there. The next level up I'd say from the base is, you know, there's, it's solid. You know, there's a solid 
level of activity there, um, you know, regular. So you're not just alive and exist, have a page, but you actually are popping something on there consistently. And I think that's where a lot of the um, done for you services come in and also where a lot of brokers might've got to on their own. They, you know, schedule things in there. They're a bit active whether they do it themselves or have a um, service. The third level up I think is the ninja level. Uh, and this is where social media marketing really takes off. But it takes, uh, it's a little bit like an exponential curve, Ash, in terms of the amount mm -hmm. of time and effort and energy and expertise. But if you dedicate a lot of your resources to be really ninjarizing social media and it becoming a pillar lead generator and source of everything for your business, then it's incredibly valuable, but it's a completely different kettle of fish though. Like mm -hmm. it's one thing to sort of set up a Facebook page or a LinkedIn page. It's another to be a little bit active and it's a huge leap again to then be that person who is omnipresent and extremely influential uh, in people's feeds. Uh, you're probably not going to get that from just a general activity or a done for you style service. Um, but I'd say for most brokers, Ash, having just that middle layer is probably great because it's like the car engine. It's incredibly complex. Not many people really understand how it works. So unless your goal is to go and use social media marketing as a key tool to help you grow your business and get inflows, uh, of which is going to take a lot of time and effort and money and you know, long runway, then I would be more than happy for most people to just exist and be a little bit active. I don't know about you. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's – look, I'm thinking uh, while you're talking there, James, and having quite a, quite a, um, a couple of aha insights that I want to share. And I really like the three levels because it gives um, a visual – mind's eye representation of where I think the vast majority of our listeners probably are, um, which is somewhere between level one and level two. And I honestly think whilst you're in there building your business to start working with or without you, you should only be aiming to get to level two. Like I think part of the biggest problem in the seduction is that a lot of brokers see other brokers who are very visible on social media and go, I want that. I want that. I want that guy, he's got a post every day and he's doing videos and they're beautifully edited and he's getting lots of engagement and I hear him talking at some presentation that the peak body puts on and, oh, I get 20 leads a month out of my social media work. I want that. But what, what they're forgetting is that you're still back at building your business stage with team and systems and process and getting yourself off the tools. You know, so you really need to understand where you are in the or that bell curve that you described or that, you know, that, that curve. If you try to get a level three social media presence while you're still bouncing along the bottom of that bell curve, you're in for a world of trouble, right? You'll either, you'll either overwhelm yourself with things to do or you'll end up blowing a lot of money on an agency that'll help you to take your money and put all that together, but then you just haven't got the time available to see it through because you're still stuck in that process of building and freeing yourself up from all of the on the tools work. So my advice to the vast majority of listeners is if whether it's an agency who's just posting some generic content, so you've got a presence, you, you know, you don't necessarily even engage with it. It's just there. So you feel good about it. That's okay. But don't expect it to generate opportunities because it won't. Mm. But if, you're, if that's the only place that you need to get to now, 
that's great. Get to level two while you're building a business that gets you off the tools. And we've got a couple of examples of people um, that we've worked with that we got to that point, right, and got them off the tools and built a business that works with or without them. They're out there now creating podcasts, YouTube shows. Every day they're sharing bits of their life, they're sharing bits of their business, testimonials, because they've got the time and freedom to do it, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, I would not be even contemplating going to level three unless you can see that what you're doing is going to free you up to have the time and the passion. Like not everybody has got the passion to be, you know, um, plonk themselves in the middle of social media and be the centre of attraction. No, right? definitely not. That's not for everybody, right? So just be careful about what you see other people doing on social media and thinking, I want that. Because do you really, where does it fit into your strategy? Do you have the time? My advice, James, is very much what you said, which is get yourself through level one and to probably level two, where you've got a visible presence that's regular and it creates a online presence that when people search you up, they see it and they go, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. That's where you should be aiming to get to. Only look at level three when you and your coach advisors, people, have a strategy that you're getting close to getting off the tools. Mm -hmm. Then move to level three. Yeah, and just as a bit of context for our listeners, uh, knowing that uh, if we look at the MFAA's uh, intelligence uh, report that they put out a couple of times a year, last one uh, earlier this year, uh, mentioned that there are... 7% of mortgage brokers, of all mortgage brokers, only 7% write more than $50 million a year. Uh, And if you look at those that write more than 100 million, it's even a smaller fraction of that, maybe 1% or something like that. So we would say that for 99% of our listeners, like social media marketing should be a What's the easiest set and forget option I can use that just makes me exist and a little bit active and then go and work on stuff that actually will get you a result? Because unless you're already writing $100 million a year, for 99% of you, you don't need to do any more than have a Facebook page and have a LinkedIn page and put some basic stuff on there occasionally. Because all it's going to do is when people want to go and we've talked about this in other episodes, Ash, when people go and uh, suss you out online, they'll look at your socials, they'll look at your website. Does this person exist? Are they alive? That's all they want to know. And that's what a solid, active, you know, done for you agency service type thing will achieve with very little input and for very little money for most mortgage brokers. Uh, Once you're hitting 100 mil plus a year and you've built a team, you've built a system, and your plan, and I, you know, this is a big one, of course, you know, your actual goal and plan includes going and dominating social media, then you would start to plan out moving into that ninja level. Um, and just an FYI for everybody listening, that is not employing an agency to do it for you. You will be far better served in most instances to hire somebody to manage that in your business than to hire an agency, Ash, because... Um, not that we have issues with agencies, but we know how we know what they charge generally, and for what they do versus what they charge, you would be in most cases better off buying slash paying your own full time staff member, training them up, sending them on courses, and having a, having them build it for you. 
But oh, yeah. this is for like 1% maybe of our listeners. So um, for those of you that are looking at social media marketing, um, my advice, with that, and take this with a grain of salt because Ash and I never get it, give advice randomly without knowing each individual situation, which is important. Our advice to the general listener is just have something and do it in the easiest, fastest, cheapest way as possible and then go and focus on stuff that's going to actually make a difference. Um, you know, and then when it comes, and Ash, when it comes to, you know, buying, you know, running ads and funnels and buying leads, um, you know, sometimes that works. A lot of the time it doesn't. Um, it's a, that's a minefield and we've talked about that on other episodes. So if you're interested or thinking about buying leads or getting referral quality leads and setting up funnels, uh, go and search out our other podcasts because we've got a lot to say about that topic too, don't we? Yeah, yeah. That's a very specific um, strategy is to either build it yourself or, or get an expert to help you build a process whose specific intent is to generate profitable leads, right? There's that. But I agree with you. Like it's not that difficult or expensive to get a nice Facebook page, a nice LinkedIn profile, have someone to post content every couple of days that creates a back trail of content that's relevant to you and your audience. That's not that difficult to do. I would be aiming to get to there. Right? As time goes by, if you find yourself that you enjoy creating content, i.e. making little videos or you know, talking about your, you know, your passion for helping people, whatever these things happen to be, the biggest problem I think, James, is yes, there's lots of people who are good at it. Lots of people, our listeners might even enjoy doing it and they've got really fantastic information to share. The problem is it runs out of puff quickly because you just haven't freed yourself up enough time to do it consistently. And if you're not going to do it consistently, you're better off not to do it at all. Mm, definitely. And it also, we then there's the issue of the opportunity cost of that time being dedicated to things that will probably have a bigger impact. So Correct. Uh, we love social media marketing. We use it in our business, uh, obviously. Um, but, you know, as with anything, don't uh, take everything with a grain of salt. As always, get the right advice, get the right help. It can save you a lot of heartache and money um, and help you grow your business faster. So hopefully you've liked this episode. Ash, do you have any final words on this topic? Yeah, my, my last comment would be, look, I have this conversation a lot with the people, you know, we work with our members, James. So, you know, as often as we say this, I'll say it again, reach out, have a conversation with us, bring up the subject of social media and get some experienced input into where that fits in your current situation before you move forward. And I think that will give a lot of clarity to a lot of our listeners about where they're at, what's required to get social media up and running and, and why you're doing it and then move forward from that position rather than diving in and, um, you know, trying to backfill on the run. Uh, that's just not a good strategy. Yeah, 100%. Uh, good conversation as always. And it is a big topic, but we hope we've scratched and filled in some blanks for you guys. Uh, if you have any comments, get in touch, you know, comment, leave a rating. We always love to hear from our listeners. And of course, uh, if you want some help with this sort of stuff and generally growing your business, definitely get the right advice, knock on our door, let's have a conversation. But uh, until next week, Ash, have yourself a great week. And uh, listeners, you too, rock and roll. Likewise, James. Awesome chat. Hope everyone enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. 
It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.